There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CAPITAL200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CAPITAL200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Hi there, this is Jim the Keys bartender coming to you from Key Largo for episode, uh, what is it, 2010? 2000. We're back at the 2000s 2010, again. no, 2009. 2000. No, I'm thinking... So. No, I mean 9, 10, Are we at our episode 200? I'm going to have to check. I'm going to have to check. I'm going to check. No, no. 210? I did 209 today. I think <laughs> I did. I did a show you earlier. You jump into the 2000s, though. I do. It's kind of funny if it wasn't so sad. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm in the future. Yes. I'm future boy. Um, and you can be tomorrow, woman. You know, and if I'm future boy. Well, there we go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's look at this. Damn. Oh, but. I think I would be tomorrow girl. What a drag it is getting old. <laughs> do, 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 do. That's one of the things, the old gray mule. That's what we call it. But the old gray mule. Off on, I'm off on Wednesday night, I just found out. Cool. I'm off tomorrow night. <laughs> so I just found that out. Thank you. Um, let me see. New shows not published. Let's see, make sure I got it right. It'll show up. Uh, Chronicle scheme. It's 209. 209. 209. Old fucking gray mule. <laughs> We're not going to say old gray mule would say. Instead of old fucking gray mule. You were just mentioning it before we started the show. I, I always think we'd work from inspiration, not perspiration. And I was, rec- I've been working, <laughs> I've been working doubles uh, the last week or so because we had a couple big events at work. I came in early, so I worked um, three, two, four, one 14 hour day, one 13 hour day. What were the big and, events? And uh, well, there was a memorial. One, the memorial, memorial service. Yeah. Uh, so I, I came in, so that was 10 hours. Ten hours, one to oh, ten, yeah, it was ten hours. So I, I teach, and I the day I did it was that Saturday or Sunday. The was that Sunday or Saturday? I'm not sure. Okay, I'm trying to think when when it was. But if it was Sunday, I work in the morning, and Monday is even harder because I I teach my fitness class, class, and I feel it. I feel it. I, I used to think that I needed uh, a lot of fucking caffeine in order to get through the day. And caffeine just got me all excited and stuff like that. It didn't really help me with the energy. The well, energy it comes make it with it. worse when you crash, like when you come down? Like you're yeah, down. yeah. I've, I've been taking, actually, uh, 
drinking some of this stuff called kava tea, and it's supposed to be um, a stress reliever, and it actually lets me work smartly. That's good, like focused tea. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, kind of not focused actually. I kind of like screw up. No, (laughs) no, not smarter. Not much smarter. No, no, I screwed up. I screwed up. The easy ones. I mean, people come in and go, oh, you got to make sure this. I mean, you know, maybe you ask for too many fucking different things. That's your problem. Right. You want know, when people say, I got to check this. Side. I want this. I want this on the side. I want this. You know. <laughs> and I don't want this. And I apologize. Yeah. It's a fucking tough life when you're a perfectionist. I'm not necessarily perfectionist, as you can tell by the podcast sometimes. <laughs> by the sound quality comes <laughs> out there. I apologize. And I did do a little um, research this week. I sat down. I, I did uh, resets on all my dials, trying to figure it out. I'm kind of like one of those guys that have to, if there was an, a post-apocalyptic world, I'd have to find a technology and figure out, well, if the dials turn this way and do this, I don't know what fuck, what's fucking going on. I don't know what it's He's doing. He's talking about his soundboard, I mean, by yeah, the way. Yeah, my soundboard. <laughs> I mean, it went, well, you know, I started figuring out. Oh, I can't even see it. There's a master mix. There's the main button. And the main button turns up the volume. So if you want to pump up the volume, pump up the volume, dance, dance, dance. No. Um, so I have all these buttons. I have one. I have. A, I, I, I did mention in love, uh, another podcast. Uh, it was on the, a short one I did on Keys Bartender Extra. That there's about 40 dials and 15 to 18 buttons on here and Christ 24 plugs. And I know there's a lot more. I know there's uh, people with a lot more than that. And then I saw someone post one. They had all USB shit, but you know what the problem with USB, I just figured this out. There's a lot of interference that occurs when you use USB. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot. I mean, in, in, in a hospital environment, where you have a lot of different equipment, you have MRIs and EKGs and all different shit going on. There's uh, all this electromagnetic energy going around, especially in imaging. You know, if you have an imaging thing near you, they're sending. It's like being next to a pulsar well, or yeah, a quasar. Isn't most it's imaging just, magnetic resonance imaging. Uh, some is some is sonogram, which is not going to affect you as much. But there's a lot of electrical equipment. Right. And I mean, imagine they don't, they shouldn't be interfering with Bluetooth because it's different wavelength, but I don't know. I, I started out as an electrical engineer. I lasted maybe two months in college and they decided this isn't fucking for me. And it's political science and history. <laughs> that was it. Which, hey, you know what? You know, you're a really good history nerd though. Like, I am a good history You're a really nerd. good history nerd. So you got to give yourself that credit. I do. I do. But it's not as... Well, I think we're finding now, especially when it comes to um, uh, a quantum physics and things like that, <laughs> string theory, that people, the science isn't so exact and that they're not exactly sure what is the right theory and what is, what is, what's working. So when you, you know, originally Einstein had these ideas and then Hawkins and you have all these other guys and... They, they, not all their theories agree with each other and they break down in, in the quantum world or in the larger world, you know, subatomic and shit like that. 
but no, subatomic is quantum. I guess that is. Mm-hmm. So wait, wait, where the fuck were we starting out? I was talking about my fucking soundboard. Well, this is this is because you know the old gray mare Jesse when she used to. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I used to know that technique. I used to be able to put together little crystal radio shit. I had a little computer set where I made, I built circuits and things like that, rudimentary circuits that would hit certain lights, do true and false light ups and shit like that. And that's pretty much the binary. Uh, language of keep talking computers i have to put the dog in the house because i have an employee stopping by to drop off paperwork so once oh I- and that dog's going to freak out right oh you're afraid that you're oh my god it, is it i hope i hope it, is hoagie racist hoagie doesn't have a problem with uh oh good good you know what hoagie is such a sweet dog every time i come here to um Jenna's house, Hoagie greets me at the gate and escorts me all the way in. It barks a little, but it's all, I imagine Hoagie, it's Hoagie saying hello. Well, he's pretty used to you. No, but he's saying hello. He comes over, he comes over, barks a couple times and I say, hi, hi, Hoagie. And then Hoagie walks me, walks alongside me as I walk back there. And I, there was a couple, a couple times I got here early and Hoagie's inside and, um, you just let him out. I didn't want to say that. Well, you have the key, though. Yes. That's okay. why you can let him out. Okay. I have a lockbox, which you have the code for, because... Okay, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to say that. So, um, yeah, and uh, Hoagie, Hoagie's perfectly fine. Very excited to see me. Comes in. Um, sometimes we'll lay down next to the show, but if we get kind of excited, Hoagie will kind of pick yeah. up it's an infectious. So, Hoagie will... Yeah. Well, yeah. this particular employee is that's stopping by Hoagie has never met. It's one of my newer employees. Is he Mexican? No, I know. I believe um, his name is Frankie. Maybe we can get Frankie on the air. Francisco. Um, I believe his name is. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I I mean, I I wasn't going to try. I should apologize. I did not want to call uh, a a hoagie (laughs) a racist dog because hoagie does love everyone. He really does. He loves everyone of every different persuasion, every different. But um, if he's never met you before, he's going to bark at you. You know. Well, I think it's more of a greeting than Hoagie. And well, like, I he first would, time I met Hoagie, first time I met Hoagie, he barked at me. But once he started smelling you and stuff like that, you're pretty cool with him. He wouldn't let the realtor in last week. Well, you know what? He would not let her in the house. And maybe she has Hoagie the key too for the Mogi. Maybe um. Mogi. <laughs> maybe maybe Hoagie. Hoagie has a um, extra sense and sees the inner side. I'm not suggesting that you're. Your uh, realtor is an evil person, but no. I would check to see if they have extra properties around. They may have some people chained in there. They, she, maybe she owns like a bunch of um, dungeons. Dungeons are like the uh, what do you call those? Things? Uh, no. The containers, and she has people chained in them. Yeah, didn't have that a couple times. Yeah. I mean, we, luckily, we didn't have it down here. That's we have. What we were, I was teasing uh, my mom about when she was on vacation. She was driving all over the place and meeting all these new people. Isn't your mom? Your mom's in the neck of the woods where that stuff's famous for. Well, I mean, like, well, my mom's in Minneapolis. I mean, they do, they do pretty bad stuff yeah. down here. We had the guy on bath salts eat another guy's face in Miami. Yeah, that's the Minneapolis. That's where you go. Really but they have a lot of that. But. No, no, well, in Minneapolis and Wisconsin, all that stuff. Wisconsin's got, got some creepers. No, no, in in Minnesota and stuff like that, you'll have people, but they plan better. They'll make their clothing out of human skin. They'll make the lampshades and all that that's stuff. Wisconsin. They'll do use that's Wisconsin. Ed Gein. Ed. Gein. Gein? Gein. Gein. Ed Gein. Gein or Gein? I think it's Gein. 
we discussed this before. I I defer to you. I defer to you, uh, Princess of the Midwest. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it's (laughs) and uh, Jeffrey Dahmer was also Wisconsin, and he would cut out TVs. Did you see his freezer? Did you see the movie My Friend Dahmer? I have not. I have not. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good movie. Way the way it was made. And we're not one of those shows. And I apologize if you're one of those shows. Uh, we'll reference them because we are people and we do our, we do have our pastimes we have to do. You know, me, mine is working out. And this is the thing today I was very proud about today. Okay. Uh, I, I had a, uh, yesterday was Martini Monday. It was an interesting oh, day. Yeah. I had a, um, one of my favorite patrons, Kathy, uh, uh, text me and she goes and says, Listen, I don't think I paid my bill. And she said that last night too. I said, your bill's paid, your friend paid your food bill, you paid your, like, and then you overtipped me. Uh, and then she sent me a text today on Facebook. Hey, I got to apologize. I didn't pay my bill. I said, you paid your bill. You overtipped me. We had a great time. And she goes, Oh, we had a great time. I said, was it don't my, like Kathy that I know? No, no, uh, no, not the owner. No, not the owner, but cat, the cat. And Colleen, Cat. No, 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 not Cat and Colleen. I love those guys yeah. too. Um, it's Cat and Jack. Um, oh, okay. I know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah. Okay. Kathy Ramsey. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and and she called up. It's Martini Monday. God, Jesus Christ! You do three of those suckers. You're. That's you're, it. You're Five dollar martinis. You're right. looped. You might as well get your yeah, yeah. now. I don't want to do four. <laughs> There's a group of people that come from the Ocean Reef thing. Oh, this uh, uh, Frankie. 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 Frankie didn't go to Hollywood. Frankie did not go to Hollywood. Uh, yeah, yeah. Frankie Come here, Frankie. Come hey, and say hi. Frankie, relax. You are. You know that thing Frankie says, relax. The keys bar. You never saw the comedy t-shirt? podcast. Say hello. Hey, hello, oh, how's you do- it going? Hey, how you doing, Frank? What do you do at Riva? I'm the delivery driver. You do Anything else you tell me to do? Yeah, get that mic a little close. Man, pretend it's your friend. You're all right. Don't worry. You have to change your beard. I like your beard, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you could rock that beard better. You got a friendly Osama bin Laden look about you. <laughs> No, no, I mean, it's friendly. Yeah, I, do. I feel I'm comfortable. A friendly person. And you look at, you got a king, you come in here and you're very relaxed and stuff. Yeah. And you're very outgoing. Holy crap, I guess it's a delivery driver because you're meeting everyone, right? Yeah, that too. Yeah? Where do you travel up from? You go, where do you go? I go everywhere. Do you go to Key West? You go all the way up to Lauderdale, everywhere. Palm Beach? I'm way, well, Palm Beach, I've done Palm Beach runs, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. When you like delivering boats and all that stuff? I love it. You love doing boats? I love doing this job. This is my favorite job. I mean, that's a different job. You got to, sometimes you got to, tow a jet ski yeah. sometimes you're towing a big ass boat but i don't see it as work because i'm doing what i love oh you know what that's the way it is yeah. you do what you love you never work a day of your life right pretty much yeah yeah you mean what's the what's the best day what, what's your best day so far oh uh, when they say go take the trade-ins for a test ride oh really <laughs> yeah and you just go and take them out take them out why not yeah you yeah. ever have any no yeah no you know issues thank god no issues no, never no had any issues, n- issues? Just take them out. You didn't like break down and have to no, signal no, no, for anybody no, to come no and get you. Down, no. yeah? yeah. Oh, great! You're jet skis and all that stuff. You have to change up, I guess, stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm learning boats now, so. Oh, real? Yeah, well, how'd you start? Really Where'd really you have a background boat. in before you started doing this stuff? Uh, before I used to work as a security guard for three years. So you you learned to drive the trucks with the trailers then? I Were mean, you, I've always done that because I worked seven years at Miami International Airport. Okay. So I kind of already. Because that's a skill. Yeah. I mean, you can't just jump. I mean, I've seen, I've seen assholes. Well, you go to Caribbean Club on Saturday afternoon mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You can see people that don't know how to drive, uh, uh, you know, uh, drive up to the ramp with a, a boat. Yeah. So 
you're a pro. Yeah, pretty much. Are you one of those guys that kind of like do it by touch? You know, I mean, I, 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 I know you're supposed to go the opposite direction when yeah. you're trying to turn it around. You tell, but it's not intuitive, and you still can't do it. I can't do it. You could do it. Obviously, yeah, you can do it. it. I'm, I'm making that accept. There's nothing I can't do. Oh man, I'm impressed. <laughs> I'm uh, highly impressed. You are except. You are an exceptional so, individual. Frankie replaced my son Mikey as our lead delivery well, driver at Reva. So Mikey was our go-to. He yeah. was the one that hauled all the stuff. And now Frankie's doing all that cool stuff. Are you so, done work yet? But Mikey... Are you still at work? Was, he's still you're at work. You're still at work? Oh, okay. He's Can't still at work right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, he, sh- he, can, he yeah. can clock out and he can have a beer. Oh. Um, but Mikey was a little bit more familiar with the boats. So we could send him to go, you know, pick up the boats, drop, you know, drop the truck and trailer off at the neighborhood mm-hmm. ramp, go to the person's house, get their boat in the water, which, you know, we're going to teach Frankie how to do a little bit more of that soon so that he can be like super self-sufficient yeah and then he's gonna then he's gonna start hauling the big stuff and the fort lauderdale boat show is coming up so oh he i hear is, that there's a lot of boats that we have to haul do you ever there. see a, a weekend at bernie's yes no when the guys get in the boat w- with the dead guy yeah um i have the same exact expertise in boating as those guys do i mean even though i spent because you don't boat i spent six weeks on a sailboat, and I was the navigator, and actually sometimes I had watch for four hours. I could, I mean, that was, it's amazing how much you could forget in, I'm 56, Frank, and it's been, God, 36 years. It's like I was in another, if you're expecting, oh yeah, in another life, I was a ship captain. But yeah, there's nothing left. There's no skills left from that time because I've done so many things. Uh, But I mean, I've never reached, I never reached expertise. I don't, don't boat, don't fish. Right. We had an episode called don't boat, don't fish. I'm like, why do you live here? Because he doesn't. Yeah, I got to, I have to, you know what? I have to, I have to do a little research on that. How to to boat. You want a beer? Yeah. Oh, Frank. So Frank, how old are you? Me, I'm 34. Yeah. You grew up down here? I grew up, well. Down here, down in, in South Florida? Yeah, South Florida. That's what I meant, man. I don't. I'm not a uh, regional thing. And if you grew up someplace else, I mean, I have my my bestest of friends are from Mexico and different countries, stuff mm-hmm. like that. I never judge. I never judge people. Yeah, well, Cuban parents. The well, way I view, uh, way I view it, and stuff like that, we're all Americans because America goes from the, um, Terra del Fuego mm-hmm. all the way down to the tip of Argentina, all the way up to Canada. So if you're going to say you're American. I go like this. We're all in the we're all in the Western Hemisphere, so we're all American. Now, if you're going to call yourself, a, that's great. Well, that's yeah. a, that's great. Oh man, down here in South Florida. Oh yeah, Frank's Frank. You're fluent in Spanish. Yes, sir. Okay, it's Jim. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Jim. A shim. Shim. I got. I shimmy. I shimmy. Uh, shimmy really well. Uh, you know it. Yeah. Shimmy's a, a dance move, Frank. And that's what, because I'm an older guy, I can say that. Actually, it's, um, I have a friend, my name, friend Howard, who does concrete. Do you know Howard? No. You don't live down here? You live up in Homestead or where you? Okay, Howard. Howard lives down here. He happens to be an older African-American man. And I told him, uh, I asked Howard, you know Howard, uh, Jen, Jenna, that I said, if you, and, and Howard loves me. I love Howard. And I asked Howard, I said, would you typify me as a person, the classic jive turkey? And he says, yes. He goes, yes, my friend, 
you are a jive turkey. But, you know, it used to be used as a negative, but I use it as a thing because I talk bullshit. Mm-hmm. When someone's a bullshitter. I mean, when it's serious, man, if you come and you have a problem, something like that, I'm fucking all there. I mean, you're choking, something like that, I'm there doing an omelet maneuver. You're doing anything like that. Other time, I'm just having a good time, man. And it, it's bullshitting. And that's what the show's all about. You sound like you're a pretty good bullshitter. You came in, you just came in relaxed and stuff like that. It's a language. I mean, everyone speaks all around the world and stuff like that. I'm from Philadelphia originally. You're South Florida. Uh, we, that's, that's what we do down here. That's part of the Keys Bartender Show. Yeah, I know. I'm, ta- I'm, I'm really, fa- I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm going boom, boom, this boom, boom. This is called the Florida Keys Bartender, and we are a comedy podcast. And of course, I'm like the Robin Givens to his, um, Howard oh Stern. well, Robin Givens, you're thinking Howard's. You're, you're thinking of um, uh, Howard um, of, of, of no of, of Mike Tyson. Oh, I'm sorry, Robin. Well, Robin Givens oh was God, married to Mike Tyson. Oh, that. you're not gonna fuck oh around with her, motherfucker. You you're not gonna say this thing about my 2008. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. I'm gonna what destroy is, what, you. Robin? I'm gonna Robin's devastate you. What's Robin? Robin Quivers. 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 Uh, you know Robin what? Quivers. I stopped listening to him since I did the podcast because I didn't want to be derivative. Uh-huh. And I'm not derivative. I admire the guy. I admire the guy the way he is. I don't have that. If um, maybe I do have a flight of ego because supposedly if you have a superiority complex, right? If you act Robin, superior, that means you're inferior. You ever hear this one? And if you act Wait, say so if you oh, have inferior, right you have now. a superior con- complex because you're always thinking I'm better than this and stuff like this. But everyone, I'm the worst and all that stuff. Yeah, you're I think I'm in kind trouble of because your phone's ringing and it's your wife right oh, now. Oh shit! Okay, I sent a picture of okay. Frankie uh, holding the microphone on the podcast. Huh. I sent it to Jose Mir, who is uh, my salesperson. That- Hi, Frankie comes to Key right Largo. Now. So and he's just like laughing my ass off. Frankie goes to Key Largo. <laughs> I yeah. know we'll just call Frankie goes to Key Largo. Frankie goes to Key Largo. Uh, we're going to change the name of the episode. There we go. Okay. Hey, let's take a break. Uh, well, no, wait, let me tell you what happened. We're going to, we're going to go a little longer today anyway. Okay. Um, uh, today I, I told you recently, my, when we went, I went to Poland for two weeks and my family went for a month. Yep. And when she, when my 12 and a half year or soon to be 13 year old daughter, um, came back, she decided she was a pescatarian, you know, eating only vegetables and seafood. Cause, and, and it's as soon as she landed in Miami, I know. Yeah. And, and now I'm eating a, sh- a lot less uh, that. And today we were doing spaghetti and meatballs. But I said, man, I still got to go back to regular spaghetti. You know spaghetti. what, though? She did but have like a vegetarian. family intervention and tried to sit you guys down and talk to I you know, about we eating did. healthy. Yeah, yeah. And we, we um, and so I have the vegetable pasta, which is supposed to be made with vegetables. I don't know. And that's what it says on the box. It has a picture of vegetables and stuff like that. Fuck, it could be made from dead baby seals. I don't know. And <laughs> fuck, but I yeah, made it and I seals. saw this bag right. and it said meatless balls. Meatless balls? What yeah, were, for what, meatballs. What was in the balls? Protein substitutes. Okay. Beans and all that beans stuff. Beans and, and like I know, but I made the, I made the gravy. As Italians would like to hear it, they say the, gravy, the gravy instead yep. of sauce. And I made a little pot for her. And they had a big pot for uh, Abby and I. They had a volleyball game. I had it all ready. I ate my sting. I had the pasta ready and stuff like that. I have the garlic bread uh-huh. in, the, in the fridge. They could put, pop it in the oven. So I made dinner for them and stuff like that. I'm, uh, I'm a late-life dad. I didn't become a dad until I was, Christ, 49? Well, well. No, 51. Because, no, because my, uh, well, my, my, uh, my girlfriend, Abby, was uh, married and she got got divorced and she had a little girl and 
uh, about five, uh, six years ago, five years ago, her father passed away. The, the little girl's father, Abby's ex-husband. And so I've been, that I didn't have any other children. So it, it's a blessing, man. Let me tell you, hey, you're, you're 26, right? 34? Oh, you look 26, man. The comment, hey, you know, it's a blessing, right? Do you have any kids? You have a five-year-old son? Yeah. Oh, man. What's his name? Liam. Liam? Liam Frank. Like Liam Neeson? Yeah, like Liam. Is he going to be a badass like him? I hope so. Oh. <laughs> you know what? He's a good guy, and he's a badass. So, you know what? That's a good blend. You want him to be... You, you, yeah, that feel about you, man. You're a good guy. You're kind. And you could be a badass. Yeah. I mean, no one walks around with a beard like that if you're not a badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, look at me. I'm an old white guy, man. But I used to travel all this shit. Well, we didn't take any breaks yet. Oh, my God. Hey, Frank, you just put me at ease, man. I just took a break. Well, this is Jim the Keys Bartender. Uh, we're going to take a break. Um, just to do a reminder what I do. If you are listening, please subscribe. Remember to come to the Catch Restaurant and Bar and Bar and Restaurant, Restaurant and Bar in Key Largo and have a drink with me sometime if you're listening. And remember to subscribe. That will help our listings. We'll be right back. If you want to get your information about the Florida Keys straight from the locals who live here and the ones who love it here, we've got you covered. Visit 43keys.com as your source for everything Florida Keys. Sign up for our newsletter and you'll always be up to date on all the Keysy stuff that's going on down here. Go to 43keys.com. That's the number four, the number three, keys.com and sign up today. Hey, this is Jim the Keys bartender. We're back. Uh, we're Jim's here with done with his pee break. You know, that happens a lot when you're 56. And you know, the <laughs> great thing about it sometimes, I'm wearing Depends. I didn't have to get up. Oh, that's what that's Sweet. Was. I just did it. I had to do May I, Excuse me. May I go to the bathroom? And they go. <sighs> what was the name of that Thank movie? Thank you. Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I knew you would know that. Yeah. Well, it was one of my favorite ones. Was that Steve, Steve Martin? Steve Martin yeah. and Michael Caine. And uh, dirty rotten scoundrels, uh, and when he had um, he had a, a cork a fork with a cork on it, that's and right, kept, and an eye patch. And the girl asked, "Why does he have a fork? Uh, he's eating he's eating applesauce with a fork mm-hmm. and a cork on the end." She goes, "Why does he Why does he have a cork on his fork?" And he just see Steve Martin goes poking himself in the eye with it. So the pork the the, the cork kept him from poking his eye out but you can tell why he has the eye patch on the other one <laughs> that's obviously so, so um frankie you're married right yes sir what's your wife's name natasha tell me about her uh, very nice lady she's canadian oh canadian. Yeah, canadian oh man they are very polite very very nice okay did she say a no no wait wait we were, we were just Sorry. we're gonna build it okay. this up we're gonna do the thing where you go how long have you been married Oh really? So that's for like seven years, but we've been together for long. Sixteen years, seventeen years. Oh, that's awesome, man! You love her dearly, don't you? Well, buddy, it sounds like you have true love right there. You're in, you're in the clear, man. You got life made. Yeah. You know, and you got a great son, mm-hmm. Liam. Liam. Uh, I just thought about that. I, I just thought he's it because like, guy too. yeah, I bet he is he's a badass. Yeah, so uh, oh, oh, wait, okay. I'll describe the picture. I'll just say he's a handsome young lad. I no really hope what. that he doesn't have that beard yet, though. I mean, not at five, anyway. I did is, he ready, is he ready to join the Taliban? 
Oh my goodness. Oh wow, look at her. Show she it from me to Show me from two and a half feet away. Oh, she is lovely. Look at how cute that oh, guy is. Oh man. I, I always bet I always think the people that look the most different make the nicest kids. The more different they are, mm-hmm. the more beautiful kids are. Yeah, believe me. It just Yeah. I think that's what um Maybe that's why my that's why so creation is all about when you get it when you get together you get two different things you put them together and stuff like that and not that we're two different we're all about the same on the inside. I mean, we are from different places from over here. Doesn't make any difference. So, Doesn't make any difference. Your spirit's the same. You know what I mean? Obviously, you're gonna love someone. You're gonna love them because of what's on the inside, not exactly what you see on the outside. See, maybe Especially that's why my kids years. are so handsome because I'm like a midget with blonde curly hair, right? And then their dad is six four. And Greek. We went over yeah. this before, Jenna. Right. Uh, people don't like to be called midgets. They like to be called I'm little, a little person. Little person. Actually, I'm, an, I'm not quite. And you are. A midget is the proportional. Am, is a proportional one. And dwarfism is with the short arms right, and short legs. But I am um, 4'11, so technically I'm not a little, little person. How much? Three inches. Three inches. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, my God. At 4'8, four, at 4'8, you become a little person? Yes. In fact, it was really funny because my oldest son, which I'm showing Frankie a picture right now, my oldest son, Ryan, is um, 6'2 plus and he picks things up and puts them down. He's very muscular. Yeah. He likes to go out. I mean, to the little people p- pick things up and put them down too. When he was 15 years not. old and he had his driver's permit, yeah. he teased me about it because he drove me home in the truck right afterwards. He oh, he told you about drive. you being. And he was like, Mom, if um, you were I actually think that you need to sit in the back. Because um, you're you need a car seat. Yeah, he was like, well, if you were three inches shorter, you would actually have to sit in a car seat. Do they so. little people have to sit in car seats? Well, I mean, if you're not of a certain height and weight, then technically yes. But when you have your own driver's license, like, what are they going to say? Yeah, you know. But and and then it's really funny because I had a 1997 F150, like a Ford truck that was mm-hmm. brand new in '97, and there was a an Asian girl that was about my same height and weight. And, of course, back then I was, like, 90 pounds. So she was killed because her airbag went off and hit her in the neck. Oh, her neck. snapped her neck. So then they made this shut-off option for all of the vehicles that had just come out with this, you know, the driver's side airbag. Oh, she was probably leaning forward. And I had to, well, you that have was... to lean forward when your arms are short. You can't reach your steering wheel. I have the same problem with my husband's truck. You can't bring the seat I have, forward? I have to, I can, absolutely, but your legs are short. And especially if you have to drive a manual, you have to sit even closer because you got to get the clutch to the floor. So, I mean, it's like rubbing on boobs in order for me yeah, to I'm drive a Yeah, I'm practically in the back truck. fucking seat when I'm uh, driving right. some of those cars. But my husband, actually, when I drove back from Sarasota last week in the big Dodge, the big yeah. diesel, my husband even remembered to, like, hit the button before I left to move the pedals forward. Yep, and it, come, it comes up closer so then I don't have to sit as close so that I can oh, actually reach yeah. the pedals. But it's... Um, when this girl passed away, you have from, to wear a booster seat. No, I know, right? I should. Seat. Well, now the seats move way up. Now it's fancy. My that truck. I is a position like my husband's position is number one in the oh, truck. He gave you a setting yeah, and I just hit number two, and then it just goes. You know, I just realized with that I, that's the reason why I like smaller cars sometimes because they can get up into the roof when the sun gets low. Yeah, I don't. I, yeah. I got up. You know what I mean? My I, visors. I, I sit up as high as possible, yeah. and the top of the roof, the, 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 right. the sun's there. But my visor doesn't when, help me at all. Because I mean, so there's a, obviously, obviously, because there's a half hour there, twenty minutes if you're driving in that direction, where the sun's going to be in your right, face right no matter face. what. 
But if I sit up high enough, I can cut the sun out. All you need to see is like a couple feet off the yeah. ground. So I, mean, I had taken that Ford truck into the dealership, and yeah. they actually put in a shutoff. Because if you're under that heightened weight and you can prove you're the owner of that vehicle, they put in a shutoff for your airbag so that it, it wouldn't go off. Mm-hmm. And that's, I, had that, I had to have that done to my truck. And then if I sold it to anybody else, all they had to do is stick a key in it. You stuck the truck key in there and turned it back to on. You know, we've come a long way. Um, there was a uh, Ralph Nader, and people say shit about Ralph Nader all the time. He was a consumer advocate back in the uh, 60s. And he had a book, a study done. It's called Unsafe at, Un- at Any Speed. And it was about seatbelts and safety glass. And all. I think he was the one with it that instituted the safety glass. Well, safety glass came before seatbelts. With the shatter? With the shatter Yeah, the shatterproof glass. But yeah. it used to be when the glass broke in old cars. You were like shards. Or- that's it. Yeah. It was fucking, like you know, just a window. Or, or a glass bottle being thrown in your face. Yeah. You might as well have that. And then um, the cars, fucking, they had these bench seats. And you didn't have to wear your seatbelts. They were all lap belts and stuff like that. No one really put their seatbelts on. Mm-hmm. And uh, you had on the, uh, you ever been in an old station wagon? Yeah. With the rears. With the long seats. Well, the with rear the facing rear seats. facing. Yes. In the very back of a station wagon, you used to have a rear facing fold up seat yeah. that looked through the back window. So if someone slammed in, to the, the car, you'd launch your kids, whatever kids you had, would be on the hood of the fucking car that behind them. Yeah. That's that it. That was only got that would that that's the only conclusion it would be. Because it was I mean, they did have seatbelts, but people didn't weren't mandatory to wear them. Kids didn't wear them. They were climbing all over the place. I remember my brother used to climb on the back of the console of the Volkswagen, the back uh Oh, up on the, the, deck. the, the little deck. The, on the, the back. deck on like the back. Before you get you to the trunk. I mean, my brother the, was yeah. um, my brother's about was about five inches smaller. It's like than the me. same spot where old ladies five inches, and, yeah, five and a half inches smaller. <laughs> but when he was he was smaller when he was young, he'd climb and lay up there, and I'm like, holy shit! Nowadays, you think, man, you wouldn't even want your dog up there, you know? Right? Yeah, you'd want them strapped in. My brother well, had we a friend named Steve that kind of idea. and what? he drove I think, a Cadillac, and I yeah. had to ride up there on the way to school because it was so full yeah. that they made me lay in the back thing. There, the there, there is a strategy or, or gaming theory. I think it's called gaming, G-A-M-I-N-G, <laughs> uh, that it's just like football. In football, they used to have leather helmets, and leather helmets didn't provide that much protection to your head. But then again... Guys with leather helmets did not launch themselves head first into the guy. Because they knew. They just, that was, the leather helmets were were for incidental impact. Right. Not intentional. Intentional demon. Right. And then when they provided more protection to the brain pan and all that stuff with the helmet, it became, oh, I got this extra fucking whack. It's like when you put, um... Uh, shin pads or arm guards on and stuff like that. Then you're going to. Fucking, you're going to hit someone with that and stuff like that. What the fuck? Or, or you know, with uh, spiked uh, spiked gloves or anything like that. That's what you're doing. So people, that's why people were able to play rugby, Gaelic football, soccer, without all that shit. So the more protection you give some people to, with the cleats. Mm-hmm. And they got the shin guards. Got shin guards because of the cleats. 
and the people sliding in with the cleats. Yeah, well, that's probably because they took out and somebody's like take, friggin', and they you know, take the, artery in their leg. And I know, but they didn't have they they didn't have the cleats. They didn't have those kind of cleats before either. So that's the same thing with the um, airbags and thing. So people drive. There was a, a video by um, Aerosmith. You ever hear the song "Living on the Edge"? You know that song. Yeah. Living on the Edge. Yep. Johnny Depp was in it, and. Um, it's some guy from Terminator, the kid that was in Terminator 2. He's in it, and they're doing this thing, living on the edge and stuff like that. And, and Johnny Depp's a teacher, and uh, it's this pretty woman. But it turns out it's Johnny Depp dressing up as a woman. But the kid at, at the final scene is in a – they steal a sports car, and they crash it into a wall. You just see him driving straight towards the wall. And it's 20-something years ago, and the kid realizes he's going to have a – a bag deploy. So he smashes the car against the wall and the airbag deploys. Well, fuck, man. Uh, Ten years earlier you did that, the steering wheel will be in your chest and you have a crush, uh, uh, chest cavity and your heart would have been uh, imploded. So that's, that's fucking idea with that, the safety issues and stuff like that. And that's, I guess that's going to be with the, um, uh, we were talking yet uh, earlier today. We were talking about um, electric cars with Tesla. You got self-driving vehicles, and they're just every fucking week. You see pictures of people sleeping, sleeping at the wheel. Any other time, ten years ago, oh my god, someone sleeping at the wheel. The next thing you're going to see is an overturned car. Nope, not anymore. This fucking guy's still sleeping. That's what they do on a regular basis. Fall fucking asleep at the wheel. I, you ever drive? Uh, you ever have that thing? Well, don't admit. Don't, you know what? First of all, Frank, don't admit this. I'm not going to ask that. I'm going to tell you what I did. I used to work, when I was in college, I worked during some of my vacations. I worked, I worked 100 hour weeks to make money in catering. I was in catering. I would make like $1,200, $1,400. Back in the early 80s, that was great money. And it paid for all my food service money and all the, my books. And, well, actually, I had my books paid for by the Navy. But it paid for uh, my food service and it paid for my uh, board in college. And one time I was going over a bypass of I-95 and I fell asleep for like 200 yards. And I've done, I've nodded off a couple times, but that 200 yards was the scariest. And it reminds me today. I could have killed, I don't know how many people I would have killed. Well, actually, I was in a, I mentioned this car before, a 1980 <coughs> AMC Levi Edition Hornet. Because he was cool. So like if that. I was in a car that size, <laughs> I would have killed that person. But if it was any bigger car, it probably would have caused some damage. But other than that, maybe not kill anybody. But that, yeah, that's that was horrible. Scary. Yeah, that was scary. So we're when it, the the theory is the more protection you provide, the more risk people uh, expose themselves. Oh, to. of course, they, it's a it's a false sense of security. Hmm. Just like if you're at a strip bar with your wife, she said, "Don't worry." When you go there and stuff like that, and so oh, this girl's grinding up on you. Don't believe it's all right, man. Just because you invited in you. I mean, I haven't had any issues. You're, I know. 
Well, yeah, you don't want to go in there and think that, oh, she asked Gaoni, I can go and get a dance. I think well, he's pretty I actually, solid. I he's. Go to the yeah. You do? Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, he's been with her forever. Yeah. Like, pretty much your entire adult Does life. Does she buy you uh, lap dances? Really? Because you know what? She knows she's getting the result of that when she gets home. That's why. Right? She's like, how you is, doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fire him up. <laughs> See, I'm not going to get you in trouble. I'm not going to have... Oh, there you go. See, if I was not going to be protective of you, I would ask a follow-up question. <laughs> but I'm not going to ask that follow-up question. Do you ever go to a strip club without your wife? No, never. Okay. Is that the truth? Okay. <laughs> See, as I went he's, as he's hooked up to the. No, the it's a thing. If you did that, right uh, I'm a human polygraph. I'm like um, Robert De Niro, and uh, I was uh, in par- uh, in um, uh, what was that movie? Meet the fuckers or Meet the Fackers? Yeah, or what was the original movie? Oh God, that was uh, Meet, Meet the, parents. the Parents. Meet the Parents. Meet the Parents. Yeah. No, I can't tell if someone's lying. And I trust you. I trust you like that. Frank I have to go. I actually, uh, next, this Thursday, I'm going down to Key West to do a show with a guy that owns a bourbon distillery. And then I'm going to Irish Kevin's. And there are a lot of exotic dancers down there. And I have several exotic dancers who are listeners to the show. They are. What, what was that? What was that movement? They're like this shame. It's like Lottie fucking da. <laughs> Well, you know, the, the Keys aren't known for the quality. You know, Stern still gets those experience. young girls. <laughs> Stern still gets those young girls, and he's older than me. Right. And I'm better looking than he yeah, is. Well, he I'm how fucking but, better but, looking. But then again, I'm Robin Gibbons. <laughs> Robin Gibbons. Quivers. Okay, I'm, I'm Mike Tyson. <laughs> You're Mike Tyson. I'm Mike Tyson. I'm yeah. going to devastate Why you with I my power. Why do I feel so right now? <laughs> <laughs> so... Not that there's anything wrong with that or anything when, good about that. Robin Kevin's was very hot. Uh, yes. Well, and she was also horribly abused, so I shouldn't have said yeah, that. Yeah, but yeah. That's, yeah, you should Sorry. make light of that. Sorry. <laughs> Shit, there <laughs> we go. It was being funny. Comedy show. Me but, too. But Me too, movement. Here I am about protecting serious. women. I'm going to make light of it. Okay. Okay. Who knows? There you okay. Go. Whatever. I said maybe. So we're going down. We're going to do our shows from Irish Kevin's. and You uh, are going down. Yeah, I'm setting. Yes. A, I'm setting yeah. the table. I'm yes. setting the table. I guess I. So Jim's gonna have to. I'm gonna have to do. I'm gonna have to do the interview. I'll do it. And luckily, we had, you know, like, see, there's the freewheeling thing we did when Frankie came in here. We talked to Frankie. Perfect. I had Keith earlier today. Nice. I did the interview of a guy that grew up in the Keys. Ah. Get the feeling on that, and we're gonna go down there. And we're gonna talk about the groove down in uh, Key West. I'll start out in the tasting room of uh, Key West Smugglers Bourbon Whiskey. And then we're going to go to, well, it doesn't matter. It's not going to be released until after the fact. But if you want to refer to our free, uh, our first Key West. No, actually, it'll be right after this show. It should be right after this show. Right after the show will be. It should our, be released. Our right Key West shows, yep. our two Key West shows should come out. It might be two. And uh, you'll see me in, out, a <laughs> fish out of water, a fish out of water, a bartender out of his element. Yeah, and you see in other people's bars. How can weird I be? Is that? Can I be as confident, and bold as I normally am? I don't know. I'll try. It all depends on you. It, well, man, you know, it's a, I give it up to the universe. This is what I do. I always think like, man, it's a benevolent force out there, and it wants you to do well. If you're, if you're, you have the best intentions, it's going to give you the best results. You just put it out there. You let 
let go of the expectations and just do it. And uh, probably this Thursday, I'll probably stay down there, uh, wake up at seven. Seven o'clock is probably enough. Seven. Drive back seven, and yeah, well, it's uh, only two two and a half hours. I mean, Frankie goes back down up and down. There what do you all think the in the morning? If I leave in the morning, I'll be back in two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah. Even with the pee breaks, because I'm an old guy. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, thanks a lot, man. Thanks for your support. Oh, I like that. That natural. was very really good. He's uh, a natural. Yep. Yeah. Oh, we I might have to keep asshole. him. I said no. He's not an asshole. That was good. A natural, natural, okay. not okay. asshole. I said natural. Mm. I like it. Yeah. I'm too. all about it. He's witty. Um, no, I stop. I stop before I have to pee. I'll get <laughs> off. I'll get off and walk over. I mean, it's imagine. Just you could get fined. You could like, get fined. And throws it out the window. Don't be one of those. Guys. Oh no! I, I mean, pee I'd in a bottle. Just... I pee in a bottle and then hold it and wait until I got to a gas station. <laughs> he keeps it. He's like he's like a Howard Hughes. <laughs> he's I'd got a collection. I'd rhyme. Wait. What I do is I this pee. This is my urine. I pee in it. I, I pee in it. I wrap a cloth around it, and then light the cloth on fire and go Molotov cocktail and throw it, and then people <laughs> jump away and, and the then piss it, bomb blew yeah, up. Yeah, then it doesn't yeah. really do anything but put out your own fire. I'm sure at that point. Oh yeah, it should yeah. it should yeah, do that? Should I hope it your, does. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, man. That's throwing piss. What am I? <laughs> a monkey? Possibly. A monkey? I mean a simian. Right, like yeah. Yeah, like a. a Right, yeah. like the like actual genus and species. Yeah. Right. But there, I think they do it just like prisoners do, man. Because when they're frustrated, you're going to throw your shit. The only weapon you have. You know, so it doesn't make them. my husband is, uh, he was out of town for a week, right? And, and he's in, he came, yeah, back, he came back and, and now then, he's going uh, to Bahamas. He left this morning at 7 a.m. And they're on a fishing trip going to the Bahamas. Are they going on a fishing and, trip or are they delivering supplies? Well, you know, who knows what he actually told me versus what they're doing. But with all the fishing pools I see, I'm actually starting to believe him. Because, um, you know, of course, the Bahamas, is uh, the northern Bahamas were the ones that were pretty much messed up. The Abacos and, and Grand Bahama. But yeah. they're in Bimini now and they're just getting there. And their ETA was 2 o'clock this afternoon. And they're just now getting to port. But um, he sent some really cool pictures. And with all these fishing poles that I can see in the pictures... Like that's that's pretty awesome, right? I'll send him to Jim and then he can post him. But um, they took the Hatteras out there, which is a big, big boat. And oh, earlier how big today, is they were going about eleven knots. And so now they left here at seven a.m. Pushed out of ship. Eleven knots. They should have been there. They should have been what time? They came in. They seven a.m. Well, he they. He left here at 7 a.m. I think they pushed off about an hour later, hour and a half later. Should have been there by 2 o'clock. And they should have been there by 2 o'clock, but they went real slow, going only 11 knots. You said 11 knots, yeah. And then came up from the south, and then they went yellowtail. Oh, well, that doesn't up. matter what you got. Yeah, so you could have you could. He just sent me a picture of this little teeny house right on the shore of Bimini. And mind you, this went cell phone silence. As soon as they hit the Florida Straits, there was nothing. Everything died. There's there's no cell service. There's no nothing until you get close yeah. enough to Bimini to where the cell signal pops back in and you can actually text mm. and everything else. And he kept sending me tests. He was like, text me back. Tell me this is you because they get screwed up too. If you use 3G, you had to use 3G for a while, yeah. I guess. So now he he's uh, they're finally almost to port, but it's been dang near 12 hours on their fishing trip on the way over there. So... It's pretty cool. It's really awesome. But again, people in the Bahamas, don't forget, 
right? It was the only. It was only the northern most islands. Yeah, that, yeah. No, the, the rest of Bahamas are open. Atlantis and all that stuff. Of their industry is tourism. It's only those two big islands that were affected, and everyone else is paying the price because people are terrified to go to the Bahamas. Yeah, I know, and Please they're expecting the, they're Please expecting the keys to get a big boost from that. Right. Uh, but, but but please keep going. You know what? What's going to do? Gonna it's going to drive up prices down here, and then uh, you know you're going to get you're going to get some great deals in the Bahamas. You are. You really going to get some really great deals and in Bahamas. They're going to be very gracious that you're there to help. Yes, that yes, industry. and they're in need. So please go visit them. Spend your money on the flights. They're really cheap right now. Because it's better in the Bahamas. <laughs> and that was her. Get a hotel, and you know, go out to their local little restaurants because. There's what? How many islands in the Bahamas? Thirty-two. Eighty-three. Eighty-three. I just made that up. Yeah, you're full of shit. Uh, thank you. <laughs> you missed. There's eight hundred and thirty-two islands in Bahamas. Thirty-two islands. Well, only two of them were messed up. So please go to the. No, uh, two hundred seventy-five are uninhabited. Uh, Twenty-one are uh, totally inundated with capuchin monkeys. And if you know capuchin monkeys. They're motherfuckers. He's crazy. I know. I just made it up. Yeah. See, he's just making okay. more shit up. Okay. I'm just saying. Anyway, so um, we probably we're probably a little. And there's one island. On there's this. one island made up of of pigs. Well, and that was. Are you call them pigs, or you can call them pig island, or you call it old white meth addicts that try to blow you all the time. So is that like a truck stop in the Bahamas? Yes. Oh, okay. Toothless <laughs> meth addicts. No, no. Um, you know what? The Bahamas are great whenever you have to go. They're, they're beautiful they're, water. Yeah. Amazing go and fishing. pick a place. Make sure it's reputable, and you'll begin. Fun. You're going to be treated great. Absolutely. Have a great and time. right now, you'll get some really great deals because they yeah. really need it, and that's how you can help them the best. Yep. And uh, this is what we're doing to support them. But you can always come here to Key Largo and stuff like that if you really can't. Do uh, that so if hey, you're if really you that fine. Come down here. Yet. Come down. Come to the catch. Uh, come down here. Uh, go buy Riva. Buy uh, some uh, boating equipment. You know what? I'll I'll sell you the boat that you can drive to the Bahamas. Yeah, it's get, all right. Get a life vest. Why you there? To your house. It, yeah. And, oh, and oh, oh yeah. And Frank will deliver to your house. Exactly. Yeah. Allah Akbar. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, Salim Malikum, Malikum Salam. Like, hi, how you doing? No, yeah, it's like peace Arabic. to you. It's like peace to you. God is great. Well, yes, Allah God part, but I'm not going to say that part. But. It looks good, man. You know, oh, but everyone has all the fishing captains he's, down here. He's all the fucking crap. fishing captains down here. All the fucking right wing fishing captains down here look like the fucking ta- Taliban. He, stop it! You know I'm I'm Lebanese and Syrian, by the way. Oh, well, there's tons of them. God. There's tons of them. They're Christians. They're Maronite. You know, our they're old Maronite. They're Sufi. There's a lot of Sufi. There's a lot of the uh, Dervish and all that stuff. I know. Our old. Lebanese, Lebanon is a multicultural society. <laughs> you know that? So you didn't know that. I did know that. You, no, no. You didn't know that I knew that. Okay, possibly not. Although I was. And they had a very vibrant Jewish community, too. Previous to. Frankie being the delivery driver was my son, Mikey. And previous to him was a driver um, who called me Osama bin Mama because uh, both of my twin sons, actually all three of my sons, worked there for 
an entire summer because when Ryan would come home for the Did summer, he mean he jokingly or was he being an asshole? No, he was, it was super funny because I was oh. such an ass to my children. And I, you know, that's why they're well-behaved young men, but they would get on the radio and say something and they would say, no problem. And I would correct them. My pleasure. You know, I'm like, you know, always be professional. Keep them professional. I know. So, you know it's almost 20 years. You know, you so, figure we make a joke about it. You know, you make a joke about um, the Civil War and people go like, this. that's a famous joke by comedians. It goes, um, uh, uh, Mrs. Lincoln, other than. Wait, Mary otherwise, uh, otherwise, how was this show? Because he went to a play yeah. when he got shot. Right. So otherwise, how did you like My the show? My American cousin. Yeah, by Mark Twain. Because you told me that. You yeah. remembered that. Yeah. And um, and then people, and, and when uh, comedians tell that joke, and people go, ooh, what, too soon? Yeah. You know, too soon. So, so whenever, what it is. They but everyone, Osama bin Mama. Yeah. Okay, well, that's all right. And I just didn't have the beard. I told you we'd do a long show today. It didn't did. really we matter. Really have it didn't really matter. Show. We probably need to let Frankie go home. Oh, Frankie, you have a good time? Yeah, you always remember, hey, man, you have a lovely family. I love the pictures of them. Um, your wife is for, very fortunate. You seem to be a very square deal guy with that stuff. Yes, and thank you for yeah. uh, delivering all the paperwork that I needed back today. Yep, I and thank you that. for being such a sober and, individual. On yeah, the show. and a very good sport. Yes. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah and listen folks uh if you really want to help us out once again i'm gonna say become a subscriber to the show a subscriber and then make sure you go see jim at the catch yeah come to catch uh we will do postings on eventually we will have our schedule up on my website uh keys bartender on where our future shows are going to be and we're going to try to incorporate uh, a live audience in it. And somewhat, if for you people that might be interested, we will incorporate a audience that was formerly live. That would be interesting, since you're such an Ed Gein fan. Ed Gein. Well, I'm not a fan. He was weird. and he. Had, I like, know. It sounded like I you're an Ed Gein I think he had like, Munchausen's by proxy or something. Like, he was weird. Oh my God, that was so far not Munchausen. That's uh, that was a a psych uh, that's a, it was psychopathy. You think it was? Oh Just my God! You know what I mean? Making uh, furniture out of people. That's because he was obsessed with his dead mother, and he kept her in his house. But that's not Munchausen by proxy. It's not. No, that's when you get she you get your child sick. Like, you make your child sick because of that. But no, this one by proxy. By proxy is when you're. Elevating your expectations right. to the she liked- uh, from the um, misery or perceived misery of a loved one. Huh. So that's that's psychopathy. <laughs> this is way this is way up there. Well, and by proxy. Remember in Sixth Sense. Yes. The, the mother that that killed the, her co- her daughter. Her daughter that was poisoning her. That was poisoning her. That's Moonchanson by proxy. That's Moonchanson okay. by proxy. Ed Gein was, I'm going to make a suit out of you and make furniture and stuff like that and dance around in a suit made of your skin. Yeah, and like, like make That's a different level. Lampshades. Lampshades and, and skeleton Blech. lamps and all that stuff. That's a different level. That's so crazy. I know. And it's supposedly so overpowering that when you run up against someone of that nature, you you can't. You can't deal with it. Yeah. 
You can't deal with it. You're powerless. I mean, the strongest people could be powerless. The most powerful people could be powerless against someone that is so divorced from the, the behavioral norms of regular humans where you don't make people suffer and you don't kill them and you don't rejoice in their suffering and things like that. That's the thing that gets them. So you got to be aware of that stuff. When you run into them, when you're in, in that active suitor situation where people don't care, you got to go, you know what? Shut down that normal thinking yourself and go and attack. See, mom, you could have been a lampshade somewhere in the middle of Kansas. The fight, go into the fight thing. (laughs) Don't go and hide. Go and fight. Don't be a victim. I know that's a my public service message okay. for today. It's Keith's bartender. Don't be a victim of Don't a, be a victim. Gain. Have a good night, everybody. Don't be in a Texas chainsaw massacre <laughs> or Key Largo chainsaw massacre. And don't forget to subscribe. I saw a guy the other day. He was, he was trying to start a chainsaw with the, the chainsaw part under his crotch. Yeah. He had it reversed around. Well, that's just uh, thinning the herd. Well, thinning the potential of the herd. Because I don't know if that would have killed him exactly, but it would definitely destroy his possibility of him ever becoming a father. This is Jim the Keys Bartender. Thank you everyone for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>